Algar Productions. Sarcastic Voyage Theater presents The Radio Adventures of Dottie. Dottie's long and difficult quest to rescue her friends from the clutches of a sinister mad scientist is almost at an end. Hovering just outside the rocket ship of Stag Chapman and Herc Branson via jetpack, she spots the fiend locked in a deadly battle with her longtime adventuring companion, the unnamed robot. And now, today's episode, The Raging Wrath of the Robot Smith. I was right. That is the robot smith. Curse you. I could probably jetpack close enough to help my robot fight him, but... Oh, horses, now what? This is Dottie, go ahead. Dottie, we've received an urgent distress call from the dark side of the moon. Well, it came from the moon. We have no evidence that it came from the dark side. Okay, fine. But you have to admit that it sounds a lot more impressive my way. Conceded? Guys, can this wait? I'm a little busy out here. Actually, Dottie, it can't. Regardless of the luminosity of the signal's origin, the fact is that someone on that crater-filled satellite we call Luna is in trouble. We need you to get on board so we can begin preparations for... the moon. That never gets old. Is it serious? Of course it's serious. It's the moon! It's just... the evil mad scientist who captured my friends is right here in some kind of mechanical suit. My robot is doing his best to hold him off, but he could really use some help. Well, we definitely need to take this, but I guess one of us could stay behind and help you, if you really needed us to. No, I can take care of it. You two go on ahead. Go on ahead where? To the moon. Back soon. Good luck with your thing. All right, Dottie. Don't panic. Remember, when you're in a dangerous situation with no backup, it helps to think of yourself as the hero of an adventure serial. Dottie maneuvered her jetpack in the direction of the conflict, eager to assist. <laughs> Only to discover that the villainous robot Smith was beating a hasty and cowardly retreat. Come on, robot, let's go get him! Tabulating. Dottie and her robot pursued the robot smith toward a nearby island fortress, which Dottie immediately recognized as the location where this entire adventure had begun so long ago. And while she knew that she hadn't achieved her original goal of bringing a fully accredited field agent to negotiate the release of her captive friends, she was also really tired of dealing with unreliable grown-ups and decided to just go ahead and rescue her friends herself. Hold the line, please. You may be a robot smith, but you're gonna need a... Lux. Smith, to get you out of jail. Horses! I was just trying something out. I'm under a lot of pressure right now. All right, we should split up. Wait, where are you going? Robot, come back here. I need your help to... Well, he's gone. All right, I guess I'm doing this alone then. Dottie knew it would be risky to enter through the hole she'd smashed in the wall last time she was here, so she landed on a high parapet and... Wait, what is a parapet? What do you call these... I guess it's maybe a tower? Horses. I'd feel a lot less crazy saying all this stuff out loud if my robot was here. I hope he's okay. Hello. Tabulating. Prior model detected. Commencing update. Hold the line, please. Please hold. Hold the line, please. Please hold. Hold the line, please. Please hold. 
horses. You'd think a scientist who builds highly advanced robots would live someplace with electricity. What is it with villains and spooky old castles anyway? Okay, this is the dungeon where Mr. Al and Mr. Matt were chained up. Horses, it's empty. Dottie really messed this one up, folks. Yes, you certainly did. <laughs> you! How do you do? Come back here! On behalf of the Ministry of the Unconventional for Canada and the U.S., I'm placing you under arrest. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> oh, whatever you do, don't do that. He's running toward that airship. I can't let him... Dottie, is that you? Mr. Matt? No, I'm not Dottie, I'm Al. I feel like you should know this about me by now. Mr. Al? Where are you? Oh, I get it. You were talking to Dottie. It will not shock you to discover that we're trapped in a dungeon, Dottie. Well, here's a new development. There are about two dozen other people chained up in here with us. They had to move us to the big dungeon. That's why I didn't find you in... Oh, no. The robot smith is getting away. I'll be right back, everyone. Stay here. Just stay here, then. <clears throat> Horses. I've seen dozens of airships, but I've never seen one so big. And it's loaded to the rafters with killer robots. If I don't stop him now, there's no telling what evil schemes he's likely to unleash. Noting that the mighty airship had begun its ascent, Dottie carefully sized up a mighty leap to its lower platform. She wanted very much to rescue her friends, but she also knew they would remain safe in the dungeon while she... I uh, know that would be incorrect. What? What are you talking... Horses! He's rigged a giant bomb in this hangar! There's enough explosives here to take out the entire castle. Yeah, you missed that. Horses. I can't go after him and save the dungeon full of people. Dottie had been given the classic hero's choice. Save innocent lives, including those of her friends, or allow the villain to escape. Only she knew it wasn't a choice at all. She was compelled to stay behind and defuse the bomb. It's been that kind of a day. <sighs> it sure has. Hey. You shut up. Safe journeys. <laughs> Jerk. So I defused the bomb, but the robot smith got away. Ah, we'll get him eventually. Yeah, you made the right call, Dottie. We're proud of you. And not exploded. Who are all these other people? I don't know. I never really thought to ask. Just some other people. Wait. I know you. Your hamburger sandwich. The very same. Hamburger sandwich. He works with Professor Farrell. In fact, a lot of these people are from Team Farrell. Well, that explains the loyalty oath they all recited 16 times a day. It does not explain why there are so many of them. But not just Team Farrell. That's Skippy. And Biff Tiffany Jr. And Kid Leopard. Horses. No wonder none of the heroes I ran into on this adventure had their own sidekicks. They were all imprisoned here for some reason. Wow, a whole dungeon full of sidekicks. And us. Yeah, that seems... Oh. Yeah, that hurts. It's not exactly inaccurate, though? Fair point. I wonder why the robot smith... Pardon me. Hey, another robot. A pretty lady robot at that. And she's with... Hey, Dottie, isn't that your robot friend? I wondered where he'd gotten off to. Can you two please free the rest of the prisoners? I'm gonna find out what's going on. Anything you say, Dottie. Yeah, I completely see why someone would think that we're the sidekicks in this relationship. Robot, I'm really glad you're okay. What's wrong? Why are you responding? This unit is being updated. Newer models are capable of synthesizing original speech. Speech centers on this unit have been temporarily disengaged. So he'll be able to say more than the same three phrases over and over? Correct. But who are you? 
I've never seen a lady robot before. I am not the first robot designed to resemble a human female. I am, however, the first robot designed to resemble a human female that isn't meant to look sexy. Ew. Humans do, unfortunately, tend to engage in rather problematic behavior from time to time. We do. And on behalf of all humans, I can only apologize. I will say that now, in 1938, we're getting a little better. I can only imagine that by, say, 80 years in the future, we'll be completely enlightened. That seems likely. So once you've finished updating him, he can go back to adventuring with me? Or... Wait. He's staying here with you, isn't he? Correct. <sighs> because he's in love with you? Correct. Why does this keep happening? However, I do have important information that can assist you. Follow me. Horses. This computer is bigger than a house, which means it must be extremely powerful, because that's how modern computers work. Stored on these punch cards are the precise details of the robotsmith's plan. He and his robot army are likely bound for a collective compound of like-minded scientists located on an island they call Pythagora. Horses? The Ministry will want to hear about this. While you peruse this information, we will assist in the rescue effort in the dungeon. But Mr. Matt and Mr. Owl... ...have somehow managed to become rechained to the dungeon wall. <sighs> yeah, that sounds about right. Well, Dottie, thanks to you, we're all free. After a fashion, the various heroes are arriving to retrieve their sidekicks, so if you could just point us to our blimp... Irritable. I missed this. Actually, I left your... vehicle... Tethered to Professor Farrell's New York headquarters. It's probably still there. Oh, I'm certain we would have had something like that towed away by now. Oh. Hello, Professor Farrell. But I'm sure I could use my considerable clout and the Big Apple to help get your impound fee reduced. Well, that's awfully generous of you. It is, isn't it? To me, Team Farrell. That means you too, Dottie. Mm. Actually, sir? Actually, Farrell, this bricky young lass no longer falls into your rather suspect jurisdiction. Uh, Colonel, sir. The very same. We've gotten a number of reports that you seem to be running a sort of cult in that skyscraper of yours. Uh, sir, I'd hardly call it a... Don't sass back to your planning officer, boy. Now, you may rest assured that a full investigation shall be forthcoming. But I've bigger mutton to fry at the moment, so it'll have to wait. Dismissed. Come along, Team Farrell. I now is quite possibly the worst time to recite the loyalty pledge. We're leaving now. In silence. Now then, Agents Matt and Algar, your Zeppelin... Oh right, it's a Zeppelin! Of course. <clears throat> your Zeppelin has been retrieved and has been parked exactly where you left it, atop this sinister fortress. Aces! Hmm, aces indeed. Now, why don't you both run along and see that it's still tickety-boo whilst I converse with young Dottie here. Right away, Colonel. Boy, I hope nothing's broken. Why, are you doubting my abilities as a mechanic slash adventurer? No, I just don't want to have to wait to take off for our next adventure. I'm really impatient. Now then, Dottie. Yes, sir, Colonel, sir. Antes, antes. You know, I've spent most of this year fighting interdimensional beasties that make a stuffed bird laugh. But the most remarkable find of 1938 was, is, and continues to be, you. I'm only doing my duty, sir. Yes, but there's one's duty, and then there's above and beyond. And then there's what you've done, Dottie, which is so far above and beyond that it's circled back around to blow and within. What? I think we can all agree that the Ministry's apprentice program has been a resounding success. For a full agent, your actions would unquestionably lead to a promotion. But, but I'm only a sidekick. There's no rank above sidekick except full agent. 
which I'm not old enough to be yet. Quite right, quite right. But let's review the facts, shall we? Whilst you were in here poring over data that could lead us to the whereabouts of this Robot Smith character, I've been interviewing the assorted heroes and sundry you've come into contact with on your most recent adventure. You have? I have. And I've arranged them into a convenient audiovisual presentation. Which is to say, what if my valets did that? Horses, how long have I been going over this information? Uh, you seemed rather absorbed in your work, and none of us saw any need to interrupt that. Now, in order to be granted the rank and privilege of a full field agent of MUCUS, one must embody several core principles. Assistance. Very recently, as recently as the incident that led to us making this recording, we were identified as Dottie's sidekicks. We've been with the Ministry for years. This should have been humiliating for us. And it would have been, except that it was a completely accurate representation of our relationship with Dottie. Now, we have taught her a thing or two about being a field agent. Yes, a thing. Maybe two. Right, that's really it. And she's definitely taught us a lot more than that. Also, she rescues us from dungeons constantly. Oh, non-stop. It's like her full-time job. She's good at what she does, but more importantly, she never gives up. Never. Whereas we, on the other hand, give up constantly. I'm frankly surprised we're still giving this statement. Compassion. When my intended... What? Speak more quietly. Are your microphones not calibrated to handle my majestic regal presence? Oh, very well. When my intended left me at the altar, I later discovered his doubts were driven by dark moods he was ashamed to tell me about. Young Dottie gave him the tools to recognize and deal with his problems, never once passing judgment on him for this. She truly is a worthy candidate if ever there was one. That little girl accepted me for who I was, even when my own people wouldn't. And she said my wings were pretty. Bravery on the field of battle. I come from a tribe of fierce, independent warrior women. Dottie is every bit as fierce and independent as any of us, and I have been proud to fight by her side on a number of occasions. Also, she helped hook me up with my boyfriend, which on an island of fierce, independent warrior women is not an easy task. Intelligence. Dottie was able to suss out my entire origin story using only context clues and flawless deductive reasoning. She devised battle tactics on par with the great generals of history. And she helped hook me up with a girlfriend. Which, on an island of fierce, independent warrior women, is no easy task. Loyalty. My robot. Dottie stuck by me when my entire vocabulary was limited to three predetermined magnetic tapes. She understood me. She nurtured my nascent humanity, and she was practically inconsolable when she thought I was lost at the bottom of the ocean. I was not programmed with the concept of friendship. I learned it from Dottie. Technical proficiency. I'm Stag Chapman. No, dummy, you're Herc Branson. I'm Stag Chapman. Well, that's embarrassing. I used to think there was only one rocket pilot as good as I was in the ministry. Ditto. Dottie put us both through our bases rocket-wise. And she helped hook me up with a boyfriend. The final requirement is, of course, that the individual in question be of age. Oh. However, we were able to find precedent in the Ministry's history of a 14-year-old agent. But I'm only 11. Actually, it seems you're 12 now. We spoke with your parents as part of this exercise, and they informed us that you've recently had a birthday. <laughs> Still having it, as a matter of fact. Happy birthday, Dottie. Horses. 
I guess I must have lost track. Furthermore, and I can't stress this final point enough, it's my bloody ministry and I can bloody well do what I bloody well like. If, excuse my well, opposite of French. Excused. There's rules are all well and good for guiding people when the course is not clear, but this course could not be clearer if we had a map, compass, and a, um, a, um, oh, blast, I've done it again. A lighthouse, sir? Yeah, that'll do. I think I was thinking of an electrified course-clearing machine. This is all to say you've been promoted to full agent. And authorized to act independently in the field, Agent Dotty. Uh, uh, pending your acceptance, of course. Well, I don't know. It's a big decision. Of course I accept, Colonel. <laughs> Jolly good. I, oh, oh. Oh, we're hugging now, are we? Bloody right we are. Okay. My ministry-issued Zeppelin has been docked, and I have approval for my first mission. Pursue the robot smith to this mysterious island of Pythagora. Horses! Oh no. Update didn't work after all. Negative. I'm just funning with you. My language banks have never been more vast, nor has my pride in you. Aw, shucks. Come here, you. Query. Do all humans hug as much as you, Dottie? This is just a very emotional time for me, okay? This was not a judgment. Merely a... Now get over here and hug me, too. You know... The colonel granted me full discretion for choosing my own partners and teammates on this mission. Are you too sure I can't talk you into coming with me? As thrilling as adventuring with you was, we have important work here. You do? Yes. Together, we must locate the other castoffs from the robotsmith's mighty robot army and restore them to working order. Wait, is that what you've been doing? Had I not made this clear, the robotsmith experimented with a number of unusual robot types before abandoning them for one reason or another. I was deemed unworthy because of the very femininity he designed me with in the first place. I guess that all must have gotten lost in the excitement earlier. But if you're looking for a partner, one of the imprisoned sidekicks seems to have been abandoned by her guardian. That's terrible. Show her in here, please. I'm not sure that's a good idea. What? Why? Well, when you see who it actually is, I do not believe you will want her help. I'm sure any fully accredited sidekick would be a welcome addition to my team. Hello, Dottie. <clears throat> not speckling. Does Dottie not desire the companionship of this particular human? Oh, she hates this particular human a lot. Tune in again for our next exciting installment, The Call of the Shadows. This episode of The Radio Adventures of Dottie featured Mark Bosco, Terry Drozdak, Brian Lynch, Kara O'Connor, Matt Robotham, Amanda Smith, Sabrina Snyder, Jason Wallace, and Ron Algar-Watt. It was written by Ron Algar-Watt and produced by Algar Productions, copyright 2018.